you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hi, and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. Presented, as always, by McDonald's McPick 2. Two items for $2, all delicious, so it really doesn't make a difference which two you choose. Your belly's going to be satisfied. The divisional round is in the books. We're going to break that down for you. Personally, was I satisfied by it? No. No, I was not. But you we're feeling break- some kind of way. Yeah, I'm feeling low about it. I would like to have just seen. Just in general, just overall. But we're going to break it all down. We're breaking down all four games coming up for you. We'll also look ahead to see who will survive the two title games in advance to Santa Clara, where we'll meet up with them in early Feb- February. Maurice, Ike, Matt Money Smith, and the rest of us will be doing our show for Media Row out there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday before the Super Bowl. And also... Yes, football matters, especially in January and early February. But you know what matters more? The game called life. And thank goodness Ike Taylor's here and his pal Maurice Jones-Drew to address the questions of their football colleagues, not about the games that happen between the lines, but beyond the lines. And and, and advice, dear Ike, coming up for you. And uh, I don't know who which football player's question we will field today, but make sure it's always uh, must-listen or must-watch uh, podcast in here. All right, let's say hello to everybody before we jump into this divisional round game. We start <laughs> off with the man seated to my immediate right all the way from London, England. Here he is, everybody. It's Handsome Hank. See, this ain't even his show. And he gets. I don't be your show, but you get a whole montage. He did that in our studio, too, just to let right. you know. I did it in the studio. Just, I did it I in, your stu- in, in Maurice's yeah. no, studio. No, in, in yours, in, in ours. Hello, Handsome. How are you? How are you? the NHL show. Yeah. I, I'm all right. These guys are always upset. They're always, always. angry. 
about you getting an intro song and they don't have one. It's not about whether you it's your show or not. It's that they don't have one, right? When it started off, I thought they were being petty. But now, six months later, and you still didn't do anything for them, I'm kind of on their side at this point. What's one up week, with that? One week ago today, I made a promise, a solemn vow. No, my friends 19 Maurice. weeks ago. 19 <laughs> weeks ago, exactly. All right, but I put my foot down on myself. Right. I Every my, week after that, but then last I week. I lowered the boom on one Dave Damashek and said, if you don't have theme music for Maurice and Ike one week from now, then shame the devil. You have to get up and walk out of Studio 66. We, we and handsome Maurice and Ike will do the show themselves, the and that'll be it. Do it. Well, I'm a man of honor. I'm a man of integrity. Are I you? dialed up the one-man house band. <laughs> Not really, but in, the, in this particular instance, the answer is yes to okay. that. First of all, let's say hello, and then we'll hear his brand-new theme song by Ooh. the one-man house band, Dick Banks. Here he is, everybody, late of the Jaguars and Raiders, now our pal on NFL, now doing gangbusters work. It's Maurice Jones-Drew. Five foot seven full of sexiness. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> there you go. That is great. What that about is, that? That's good. Hey, they gotta stop. <laughs> that's really good. It was hot. Five for seven on five eight. Nine. You were worried. <laughs> a little off, but I get it. I like it. Five foot seven of sexiness. Yeah, right. it was sexiness. I, I appreciate that. That was all right. Yeah, that's Why pretty did good. You the country though. That's how Shaq gonna do it. Okay. Next up. Let's say hello to the 12-year <laughs> Pittsburgh Steeler, ready to chop it all up for it. us here. Here he is, number two for Ike Taylor, everybody. Number 24 is in the house. <laughs> Ike Taylor's on the show. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> hey, that was like, it was like a little, uh, I forgot the name. It was Cajun. Yeah, it was Cajun yeah. with that a was little Creole. country. Yeah. It was nice. Ike, That's how good. say you? I, you could have, when I got my, it took a long way to get to where I what got to mean? in the end. I didn't start there. No. I started down here. I think yours are a little higher than I was before. <laughs> how? How? I think we had like a hip-hop track. Yeah, I had a hip-hop. And then we had to and tailor then, it to yeah. who he is. What? I thought that was nice. I was caging him. So That's where you're from, the bayou. Is, my point is accurate. <laughs> you got to swap us. You had to give Handsome Hank that this what? first. Give us the hip-hop. And let us just feel too. Listen, yeah. this is what we're doing. That we're workshopping. You don't care. <laughs> right. you, don't, you don't care. You don't get it. Right I, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand. It had your region the of the country represented there. I thought that was. What nice. about my region of the country? I, I don't from, know. What I'm sound not. comes out of the East Bay? Not, not that. <laughs> not that. Let's <laughs> just real quick, real quick, give them to me again. Let's hear Maurice's oh. first. Five foot seven, full of Am I from Texas? <laughs> Oklahoma. Hey, you can't score three like touchdowns on one play. That's right. what they say cliches like that. Look, we're starting Shay, from I ground like one. With that montage, we could have did that. <laughs> you sure you did? Now here, let's full hear. Of seven full of sexiness. Yeah, that's you could. good. MJD is on. Let me hear Ike's real quick. I don't know why. Number twenty-four is in the house. Ike Taylor's on the show. Really like they, they the, ooh, at the end. <laughs> I really like the fact that it just all it is is they're on the show. It's not that they're going to be good; or they're just <laughs> they on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Number twenty-four, Mike Taylor's on the, the show. show. <laughs> that's, that's it. The whole lyrics. Ooh, and that's it. Yeah. All right, listen. You're cool with that. 
I wish yeah. I, well, it's the only thing I'm cool you, about. You I'm do. sweating. He's saying I had a hot tea right before the show. Yeah. Why do I do this to you, myself? You had a hot you had a hot Sunday. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I listen, that's my way. Hot my, fudge Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> now hot tea Monday and I'm getting sweaty all over again. Hey, who uh, made that up? What guy made it? Who sang that song? Dick Banks, our pal, the one man hey. house band. Listen. Hey, shout out to Dick Banks. He fields requests. We can show. work through this. Can we get him to come at lunch one day and we can just field, just say random people's names and he can just sing it at lunch? Yes. That would be nice. Would yeah, be with, his, with his acoustic guitar, yeah. walk up yeah. to people. Yeah, that would be just fun. sit right in the lunchroom. If you have any notes, if you have any critiques, you can give them to me or just say them out loud right now and Dick Banks will receive them. No, and shout he'll shout mo- out to Dick Banks, man. You have to do that. Yeah, shout out, man. But um, you know why he, he did it to, da- to help Dave. Dave made it look like this is for you. Oh, no question. Dave was going to have to leave the studio by this point. I if don't he hadn't come up with just something for you. Now I don't care if I'm here. I, if the Steelers had won on Sunday, then I would want to be here Well, to you had some time on your hands yesterday, hey, so you were probably able to, <laughs> to get it done yesterday in a couple hours. Boy, they are ruthless in here, Shaq. Real quick, there is to just uh, let you hear a little more of Dick Banks' work. Here's the intro he did for Black Tie once. Mm-hmm. It's time for Black Tie shoutouts. I like to give a shout-out to. Why can I get that? This is more Bay Area than what I had. You like that better? All right, listen. We'll work on it. Black That's all tie. I can Look tell at Black Tie in the back. Look at Black Tie in the back. Black Tie hasn't done a shout-out since that happened. He, mm-hmm. did, he got rid of that segment. Yeah, before you guys were here, Maurice and Ike, Black Tie used to standardly give shout-outs to people that he didn't know. He just like bathroom attendants and dog walkers. People who have bad like jobs that. that he wanted to because get he was, recognition for. He was, re- he was commiserating with, peop- uh, with other people who he perceived to have bad jobs because it's a bad job in Black Tie's world Black, to, have to have to talk about Black football tie, instead of soccer listen, all the time. Black Tie feel like he's the people's champ. <laughs> That's true. Basically. He does. True. He just feel like he's the people's champ. He's not the champion of anything, though. Oh. No, indeed. And now his the team oh, that he, he decided it. to embrace, the Seattle Seahawks. He, I guarantee he'll be a Panthers fan next. Okay. Yeah, he's he's definitely already yeah. is. He adopted them yesterday. Closer to Atlanta. Time. Russell who? He filed, he filed the paperwork. He's adopted <laughs> the Panthers. No, no, no. It ain't like that, guys. It's uh, You know, I realize I'm from Atlanta and yeah. Carolina's you know, closer. Carolina's so close Cam, Cam's from Atlanta. So, you know, we, we, one time we were at yeah. Cheesecake and he dabbed at me and yeah. I dabbed at him they back. They used to call me Little Cam. Hey, yeah. one's my guy. My high school class. Classmates, yeah, call me Little Cam. All right, let's get into it. Very important stuff, and we'll start off with the better game of Saturday. That is the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. The first thing that jumps out to me is poor Aaron Rodgers. Why? Because, you know, Randall Cobb goes down, and he's throwing passes to Jeff Janis. Jeff Janis. Who is Jeff Janis? Four four regular seed, barely, because four regular season completions. Can we get Randall Cobb stats for this year? Can we pull up his stats? It certainly felt like when you saw Randall Cobb go down. Well, I mean, I, I assume most people thought, well, that, well, that's that. The Packers aren't oh, that good. Oh no, no, they didn't. Oh, really? I did because I was like, well, they don't have Jordy Nelson, so that that was the X factor. Jordy's not out there. Somebody else has to step up. All right, Maurice, what jumped out at you about this game in, they, uh, you in know, the desert? That that their defense played lights out. That the, the Green Bay Packers defense played well, and if Sam Shield doesn't drop those two picks, so. the game is over the other way because he's taking one to the house for sure, maybe the second one. But you know he's been out a little bit. The ball got on him quickly. Right. If if he would have caught those two picks, the one especially the one in the uh, um, the one covered. where the, uh, he was covering Michael Floyd, and he ran like a double move and he jumped it. Yep. There was no one else there. I mean, he has a sideline to himself. That's a seven point swing. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so, ugly. Ike. Well, of course, the Hail Mary. Really, on that drive, there were two Hail Marys. It's funny if you put those plays side by side, how similar they are. Roethlis- I mean, Roethlisberger. See where my head is. Rodgers rolling to his left and then uncorking that ball. Was, I mean, that, just crazy. I mean, I'm talking to scouts like our pal Bucky Brooks. That is just, as he put it, that's rare. He just said that's uh, that's rare arm talent to, to be able to throw the ball like that Rolling to your left. How many people pass up on him, Shaq? Well, that's what's interesting, too, is, you know, Tom Brady, always you hear about the six-round draft pick. I think you may have heard about that, right, Handsome, that he was a six-round. What happened? Brady was drafted in the sixth round. Really? And he's had a chip on his shoulder. Like around 199th. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I heard something. But Aaron Rodgers, let's not forget, was slept on, relatively speaking. And, uh, you know, a lot of teams would obviously redo things to get their hands on Aaron Rodgers. Ike, what jumped out at you? Or let me ask you this about the Cardinals. Was it more a compliment to Aaron Rodgers and what Mike McCarthy and Dom Capers did to, to try and uh, give that defense a different scheme to get after the Cardinals? Or is it an indictment of the Cardinals? Are they tight? Because these things do ebb and flow over the course of a season. We saw them end the regular season getting whipped in that stadium by the Seahawks. And they didn't look great on Saturday night either. Are the Cardinals not playing their best ball right now? Yes, it's Carson Palmer. You know what I'm saying? Like, Carson, man, he's that Alex Smith to me. There's only so much he can do. He he gets rattled at the wrong time, you know. You, you throw interceptions. You, you throw two interceptions, you have two drop. So, basically, you could have thrown four. Game would have been out the door long time ago. But you got a guy called Larry Fitzgerald who kept you in the game for one, then won a game for you in overtime. So you got to give all your props to Larry and that defense. But it just seems that times, man, like the throws he was making, like, wow. like See, that's this drop right here. Yeah, we're he looking could've. at that. You can watch it that's on YouTube another one. if you want yeah, to see that, it. There's yep. two drops by Shields, and if, and if 52 would have turned his head around, it would have been a, a, another pick. It's just he throws some – he throws some – he throws some dimes. Mm-hmm. Then he throws some bonehead plays, and you like, Carson, you too old to be making them kind of plays. Yeah, he really does. Uh, yeah, you know and, and, and yet it seems surprising because Bruce Arians, handsome, is as delightful a head coach as there is. It seems like if any coach could get his team in the right frame of mind to you know not be uptight and not talking platitudes a la Marty Schottenheimer or somebody like that, Arians is your guy, but they are – uh, clearly not playing very well. Right I, now. I mean, I don't. I agree with Ike. I think it's it's Carson more than the rest of the team. The mm. rest of the team came, they stood up, and they they played pretty well. I think the defense. One, one of Floyd touchdowns was on right. the tip pass. Don't get it twisted. That could have yep. got picked. That could have gone exactly. That should have been. been should have. So well, basically, we could would have could have should have. He had two for sure. It could have been three. So a total could have been five. They got out with the W, and they're moving on. So hats off to BA and company. But Carson, right now, if you want to say who's the weakest link. Right now, he's the weakest yep. link right you now. You got a lot of heat, Ike, in this past week from Broncos fans and otherwise because uh, the first overtime touchdown uh, with the new rules happened against the Steelers, against Tim Tebow and the Broncos. And I know a lot of Broncos fans I saw lighting you up, uh, keeping it classy were the Broncos fans these last seven days or so in uh, in advance and then after the game was completed. But looking at that overtime game, I got to say, I – you know, I never loved the old overtime, but I don't think this is that much of a fix anyway. Aaron Rodgers, two straight overtime playoff losses, and he never touched the ball. The issue is they got a chance to call the coin toss, right? Well, you, that's – I mean, that's – You lost. 
And then you pay those guys on defense to do what? To stop the offense. I get it. This not, I, this life ain't fair, Shaq. I get it. Football but, ain't fair. The NFL is not fair. Why it can't you in overtime? Lead. How about this? How about this? In overtime, maybe not regular season. The the simple fix is, like they do in soccer, I believe, uh, Black Tie, correct me if I'm wrong, just play 15 minutes. That's it. And if somebody leads at the end of the quarter, then that's that's your winner. Why wouldn't you at least give the other team a shot with the ball? No. Nah, How's that fixing anything? If, if you kick three, the other team get a shot. If you, you kick three, that what they did, they fixed the it's so it's terrible if someone kicks like a 48-yard field goal to win a game and I know, that's terrible. Goal. That's terrible. They got right. rid of that. But if you score a touchdown, you score a touchdown, you won the game. Correct. Yeah. Simple as that. I mean, to be I honest, guess, but Green Bay only can be mad at themselves because you run a zone blitz and no one covers Larry Fitzgerald. And then you allow him to run for, what, 70 yards or how many ever yards? Well, that, that's your yeah, fault. Yeah. That ain't nobody's fault but yours. You should have tackled him. What seems weird to me is is that it's a paradox that Aaron Rodgers, if you complete Hail Marys, he did two proper touchdown Hail Marys over the course of the season. And then, like I say, the on that drive that tied the game and forced the overtime, he threw another essentially what was a Hail Mary, too, on fourth down. And yet they seem unlucky, especially Aaron Rodgers. Perhaps the greatest QB we'll ever see – and yet he feels a little snake bit. You, you can't say that. Stop saying that. Well, the coin flip thing was. Tom Brady is the greatest QB you ever see. All right, we'll get yeah. to that. I think no, maybe you're is. right. Maybe you're you, right. You can't do that. They're both from the Bay Area. It's okay. The, <laughs> that, other place, the other place where quarterbacks are born and bred. Well, I'm glad you you know the first place where they're born and bred. No, I don't know. Dan Marino, Johnny Unitas, Joe they're Montana. not from the same hood, though. I mean, same hood. What was same hood? <laughs> From the same city. They're from the same banks. The same, they grew up on the banks of the same three rivers. That's where they grew up. It, all in Pittsburgh? That's right. That's right. I yeah. thought it was like Aliquippa. Here's something I want to do. No, that's where Tony Dorsett, Mike Ditka, those oh. guys are from. Hey, I, you know, to show how improbable it is, I thought it would be fun to see if any of us could flip a coin like the referee did, how oh. improbable it is that a, a coin wouldn't turn over, wouldn't actually flip. Easy. Go ahead, Ike. See if you can make, flip it. I mean, make it go without it flipping. Almost. That was pretty good. It took a little dip there. Maurice, see if you can do it. Maurice, nope, that flipped over. No, but the coins flip. are bigger. Those, the ones that they use for. I think it was, it was it was bizarre. It was like the twilight. Oh, that one oh. did it. That one did it. By oh, the yeah. way, I don't want to say I don't want to say the producer who texted me this, but in the morning when I got in, I said, "Hey, as a part of the show, let's flip a coin and see if we can do it without the thing turning over." And uh, about 20 minutes before we started the show, one of the producers whose name I don't want to say that is uh, Matt Gothard uh, texted me, hey, do you have a coin for the coin flip? That's NFL producing for you. <laughs> you have- Good job, man. The- you're the producer. You can't get a co- You can't produce a coin? Job, I'm broke, Shaq. I got nothing. You didn't now pay. I feel sad. That's Sorry, now, see, now it was mean-spirited. That's what happens when you get married at 23. Uh-oh. I know. Maybe I'm we'll get to that on the right. negative effect. <laughs> He's already feeling the negative effect on his wallet. I think this. <laughs> as we go along here, I want to touch on this. The legacy in the quarterback league, I get it. Oh, don't drop me a line about how it's a team sport. I don't, I, it's a quarterback why league. He, why are you start talking low on that part? Because it, people annoy me with their, with their corrections to me as if I'm not lucid about the overall situation. People drop me a line like, Dave, you know, it's more than just about the quarterback. Yeah, but the quarterback makes $20 million for a reason. You know, there's a, the, 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 it's not all equal for a reason. The quarterback is the most important one, and we love to talk about them, and they're the stars of the league more than any other position. Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year. What does it do for his legacy? I say it makes him, in the conversation at minimum, at age 32, 
for the greatest quarterback of the Super Bowl era. He's, if he has two he's rings. He's going to tell Shaq that he that he's just got knocked out of the playoffs. I said that that's what would have been. Hey, well, I see. Why, why, why would keep sleeping on Eli? I'm what, sleeping on him. I say he's in the Hall of like, Fame right now. Got two. I, I just think two. I think what Aaron the difference with Aaron not in the Rogers conversation is, for best is the numbers. The his numbers compared to Eli is crazy. He just only has that one. But you got to remember all the guys that he's competing against. Uh, what Carson Palmer's what 36. You know, um, you know Tom Brady's 38. Peyton Manning's 39. I mean, and you know you have Russell Wilson, but that's okay. Andrew Luck kind of fell off. Cam Newton. Those are guys that I think that he can go out and beat. And so I think, yeah, I think, I mean, all the really good quarterbacks, he's kind of coming into where it's going to be a transition of guys. And he still has that window of five to seven years that he could play at a high level and win and win two or three more. Last thing before we move on to the other NFC game, handsome. If you're the GM of the Packers, what's the first order of business as you go into the offseason or before 2060? What's what's the one this thing you're going to tell us if you're really uh, a fan or are you Uh-oh. really serious about football? What's the first wow, thing? Wow, I'm on test. I think the offensive line, they, that's what they need to fix. I think Jordy Nelson's coming back, and the receivers, the, wh- what's looked like an issue through the year is the receivers, but when you get Jordy back, that's fixed. You need to get some protection for, for Aaron Rodgers. How do you feel about that, Ike? Is that all right? I mean, it's cool. I'm going to go out and get a running back. Yeah, you You're going to get a running back? Yeah, I'm going I'm to get another receiver. I'm going to get a running back. Really? You need another receiver because Jordy Nelson comes back, he's 31. Right. Off of ACL, it's going to be tough. Who well, are the you receivers young, you like? Got a young receiver. Laquan Treadwell. I just was looking I, at this apropos. I heard he can't run, though. Oh, really? That's the word. He's not going to run well. Hmm. He's a good receiver, but, you know, a lot of people are enamored by the yeah, numbers. You need a guy that can run. You need a guy that can take all, take the top off. Because you got to think, Jordan Nelson's going to come back. He's going to lose a little bit of speed at the age of 31 just because of the age and the knee injury. Dom Capers is a Dick LeBeau disciple. I feel like that 3-4 scheme specifically that Dick LeBeau and now Dom Capers run. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ike, and don't be offended because I know you you really hold – everybody who's ever interacted with Dick LeBeau holds him in the highest of regard as a guy. But it seems to me that the NFL has kind of figured out what that is now, right? High-end teams know how to defeat that particular scheme at this point? No, it's, it, it, the 4-3 is just easy to predict than a 3-4. You know what I'm saying? You just got to have the skilled players. You got to have the personnel for a 3-4. A 3-4, you need three to four years of personnel. Just, hey, I'm going to build a 3-4. I need a personnel. Mm. A 4-3, your 4-3 man is your two D tackles, basically. You get you two fire D tackles in the middle. You can start whatever on your defensive end, your inside linebackers, because you want those two guys to have the pressure, get pressure on the quarterback by pushing the pocket. Also, they can be – uh, run stoppers when it's time to run. So your two D tackles need to be penetrators. That's all your four three needs. Two good fire D tackles that can penetrate. Your four three man, you need a stout, a stout D tackle. Mm-hmm. And his first thing is to be is to protect the run. Your two DNs, they got to be like your two D tackles as your penetrators in the four three. You know what I'm saying? Then your outside linebackers, they got to be versatile slash run stoppers. You know what I'm saying? So, in your 4-3, your two outside linebackers, they're small and they're fast because they have to be able to cover. In a 3-4, your outside linebackers, again, it's run first. By the way, drop back 12 yards to get to this passing. You know what I'm saying? In a 4-3 outside linebacker core, you're not asking them to smash the run. Smash the run on their way to the pass. It's two totally opposite, different Mm. kind of defenses. So, the personnel is just different, and it's hard to draft guys 
in a 3-4 defense than a 4-3 defense. I don't think too many people figure it out. It's just personnel-wise, it's hard to gather a good group of guys at one particular time because they're not giving these coaches three to four years right. to get their own defense. It does seem like the Packers made some strides defensively. They rebooted no, they that good. secondary. Th- it was yeah. twenty. It, it was yeah. twenty points. They that was one two. of their best performances in a long and, and time. And could have had defense. five turnovers. Yeah, could. true enough. But for All the right. guy that you think is the best quarterback in the NFL, he for half the season he looked like he was running scared. I agree. And so your offensive line, their offensive right, line, they were banged, banged around. That's yeah. what I mean. And but and I think you need you need to get some youth there. Then then, then you're not going to have guys that are banged up so much. Their backups weren't good enough to protect him. Oh well, yeah. And then that made the receivers look less. But good. so your first pick, you're going to go tackle, but you already have a starting five already. That, that's all I'm saying. Like you got to when you draft a first rounder, he has to come in and play yeah. now, regardless of what team it's on. If it's New England, if it's whoever, if he's the first round pick, yes, right start. In other words, yeah. smarten up, handsome. I think I, I think, think with, uh, with, with Green Bay, <laughs> thought you did because uh, right. a Rod still agile. He can get away from some of that yeah. pressure. You know what I'm saying? If he was if he was older like a Tom Brady, then we got to work on that offensive line. But since he's still in his prime and he's agile enough, he can help out the offensive line. MJD say go get a receiver. I say give him a running back. You know what I'm saying? Jordan, I like Jack, James Starks. Randall Cobb, Cobb, Starks is good. He's a good three. It's official. He's a three, and it's official. Cobb is a two. And it's official, White Chocolate, a.k.a. Jordan Nelson, is a one, regardless of where you want to stay. Then you got these young guys who play in the playoffs with Janice and them guys. They got experience, so you might have four or five depth chart when you want to talk about that receiver position. But right now, man, I think just handing the ball off, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get in Lacey. Starks has probably been. You kind of do have to turn the page on Lacey. I mean, just. I mean, yeah, really. Maybe he shows up in that with new shape and everything. Really, the last, the really the last three, four games, he's been balling. Yeah, we talked about him the whole season, but the fourth quarter of this season, like the last four games up until the postseason. He's been handling his business, and you got to get a man proper. Well, one of our colleagues, one of our esteemed colleagues, who I don't know if he wants me to say this uh, publicly, so I won't name check him, but uh, he said he might be the first running back in NFL history to get lap band surgery. Yeah. He was jo- which is a funny joke. I think you were there for that one, Ike. That's not funny. <laughs> I thought <laughs> made me laugh. Check, All right, I was looking forward to this Panthers and Seahawks game on Sunday morning, but it was over at halftime, except that it wasn't because then the Seahawks rallied in that one. What's your takeaway in that game there, Ike? I mean, they, they, they started off quick. We, you can't start off no perfect than that. 31 points in the first half, you know what I'm saying? You get 31 points in the first half, that's hard to come. But at the end of the day, man, we always say, man, it's 60, it's 60 minutes. So, you know, the Panthers did everything they needed to do in that first half. Uh, they came out with the W, but, again, it's a four-quarter four game, and they almost let it go. They well, almost, they they did they, hold on. They, and it, they they did hold on, but Shaq, they almost let it go. You had zero touchdowns in the second half. You didn't have a field goal in the second half. But isn't it weird? I mean, I'm playing oh, devil's shit. advocate. Isn't it weird if you're out on the field and you're up 31 points? Like, how, I don't. I wouldn't know what <laughs> what what approach <laughs> you take at that point. This is what you do. This is what you need to take a page a, a page out of Tom Brady, the, the Brady bunch, because they up 31. They're trying to get to 60. 60. Yeah, that's true. They're trying to get to 60 because we know by any given moment, man, y'all might can slide. I know, but I grew up watching a team that just grinds in the second Uh, half on the ground. Spin the clock, spin the clock, run out the the clock. They same league anymore. Your your Pittsburgh Steelers are trying to put up 70 on people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this ain't in the mode. Tom Tom and company, if they had 31 that first half, 
Belichick going there and be like, man, let's drown them, take them to the deep end, put some cement shoes on them, make sure they don't get up no more. <laughs> Maurice, how, how true is it? My, my hypothesis going into this one was – that you always hear about the Seahawks. The week after you play the Seahawks, boy, those teams don't play well because the Seattle's so physical on you and your body ain't right the following week. Did the Seahawks, were they victimized by the same thing? They played in minus 15 against the physical Minnesota team, then had to go home, then they fly back across to North Carolina and play another physical team. I I, I was not surprised. Well, I was surprised it was 31 nothing at that point, but – I still wasn't surprised that uh, that they got pushed around a little bit early. To be honest, I, I really don't think that was the issue. If you if we really watch that game, there's a lot of missed tackles, guys. Uh, I mean, the first play of the game, Earl Thomas has a, a chance to to go out there and, and get a, a tackle, five yard game. He, he slips, guy goes sixty. You see here, Russell Wilson holding the ball. I mean, there's a lot of plays where if you're watching, they, they just they were just prepared. I mean, Russell Wilson's holding the ball or he's getting hit. Guys were just getting whooped at the point of contact. It wasn't an effort issue or anything like that. You know, you had some field issues going on. You had a lot of things going on that that weren't they weren't able to overcome. You know, obviously when you throw a pick six is with the first second play of the game for your on offense, the chances of winning are low. You know what I'm saying? They it's, it's two things in football: either you're gonna give it or receive it. They receive. They they, they, they got there's a thing called free hurt. Yeah, because nobody wants it, so people get that away. They they took a lot of that in the first <laughs> half. Yeah, they, they received a lot in that first half, and they they just had the recipe, which we thought Seattle had. You mm-hmm. know, like what's the recipe? We're gonna smack in the mouth on defense. We're gonna we're gonna run this. We're gonna run beast mode, and he's gonna run you into the ground. Nah, the Panthers was like, you know what? Grandma gave us that recipe, so this is what we're gonna do to Seattle. We're gonna smack you on defense, and we're gonna ground the ball with Stewart and Cam. And, and, and uh, Colbert on offense, and that's exactly what they did. That's why I'd be sick as a side note if I were a Titans fan or to a slightly lesser degree a Dolphins fan. Says because slightly gi- lesser degree. Given, given, the, given the model that the Seahawks have provided and the Panthers followed to a T, shouldn't that have been with the Titans? You hire Mike Malarkey to work with, uh, with, uh, with Marcus Mariota instead – why don't you bring in Austin from Detroit or a good defensive coordinator, play defense, you know, build a rugged defense, and then just have your QB make a couple special plays. That's how you're Wilson got, and company have gotten to, to went to two straight Super Bowls. You already got your defensive guys. You got you got Dickie over there, and you got Ray Horton. So you got your defense. Ray Horton's going. Yeah, it, it, he might slide through, but it's not official. But speculation, he probably will slide through. At the, at the same time, you still got Dickie over there. Just kind of holding it down. You don't even know if he's going to stay because he, he, he loved coaching with Ray Horton, so he might be gone too. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, Coach Malarkey, I remember Coach when he was a tight end coach in Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? And I know what he used to say to him. I know the Bruners in the in the Tumors. Like, I, I got the stories. I can't give them what I got. I don't understand. Why can't you share with them? Because one. won. No, nah, some things are just, you know, you got you to gotta be in the locker room. You got to be in the building to understand that. Oh, we got – speaking of that, we've got a very special segment coming up for you called Pigtails. Ike Taylor and others tell us stories, and uh, we're going to share. We're not going to do that today, though, Gothard uh, tie behind the glass there? Not today, no. All right, we got that coming up for you later in the week. It's but Coach, very special Coach Malarkey, story. man, you know, there's another opportunity he's getting. He, I, I can't say, but what is his record as a head coach? It's not good. Um, I, I think I think his thing, though, he's going to build t- – they're going to be tough. That's what they're going to be. Hmm. And they're going to run the ball at you, which the young quarterback needs. And obviously with him being able to run, they're going to use that as well. But he's a downhill run. He, he's, he wants to bring back old Pittsburgh. 
He wants to make the Tennessee Titans of Pittsburgh when he played, I want to say in the 80s, when it was just I hope physical so. toughness. I hope so. That's an interesting division to circle in 2016 because yeah. the Colts are going to bounce back. Your are they? Jags mer- well, I mean, how bad could they be? I mean, they got to, right? I mean, well, I guess there's I'm a maybe reason. There's a reason they were bad this year. Yeah, true. This is, this is his third chance uh, at having the head coaching job. I hope he gets it. <laughs> you know what I'm, I, I, I mean? I mean, honestly, I hope Coach Marlarkey gets it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? This this your third opportunity. Like, either you're going to put your pride away and you say to yourself, I figured it out, I got it, or you're going to be stubborn and be like, hey, man, it's my way or the highway. You're going to go down with that, that ship, man, that ship sinking. You gonna jump on that lifeboat, or you gonna you gonna be it's like gonna this? Is my too. ship. I say this. Well, first of all, let's get to uh, to the Seattle Seahawks roster now. Let's get to the roster doctor named Handsome right. Hank. What's the fix? I think Marshawn's going. Is Kristen Michael the the answer there? First round pick. You're you think Marshawn Lynch, go yeah. Marshawn Lynch is definitely yeah, gone? Marshawn Lynch is definitely gone. Yeah, I think he's. he's I don't see. I don't know if he's done. Because yeah, I, don't, I don't think the way he – I don't, uh, the way the season petered out on him, I don't, it's, I don't, it's not, I don't think it's – I, I, I think just, he's done in Seattle. I mean, he may, be, he may have another – I don't think he's somewhere. done in Seattle. A lot of people say he's done. I don't think he's done because who who's going to replace that? He, everyone says, oh, Russell had this big, miraculous, great year, but he really didn't, to be honest with you. I mean, he had a stretch of games. He yeah, had he had a stretch six, of games. Yeah. Six, yeah. seven That games. ain't a year, though. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a stretch so of I, games. So, I, I look at it like this, man. You need a one-two punch. You got Rawls mm-hmm. and you got Beast Mode. In the backfield, you know, Rawls ain't nothing but a Rawls ain't nothing but a a, a baby beast mode. Right. And, and once he get in the rhythm and understand what it takes to be a professional, he gonna get it. But why not take all the juice out of beast mode tank? Like if mm-hmm. I'm the Seattle, I need all that juice. Mm-hmm. I need all of it. How much you got left? You got a quarter of a tank left? Give it to me. But you gotta pay him a lot to do it. But if you, he's I mean, now your backup running back, who, who, who's your, your who, who who's your best player on offense? Russell Wilson. No way. Are you kidding me? On the Seahawks me? offense. On the Seahawks offense. They don't even – people, when when Marshawn's in the game, they don't even care yeah, about Marshawn Russell. Marshawn Lynch is definitely better. As, as a defense, but now, I'm talking about now, yesterday. As a defense, as a defensive they, coordinator, your 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 first your first guy is stop beast mode. Did you see those it runs? Was the, did you see that? The, was did you see those runs? Thing. If we go back and can we show he the highlights wasn't again? Right. And he wasn't even right. He didn't, he didn't get a yeah, chance to run because they had no one. If I'm, They're down 31. You're right. down, you're you're down, down 31, 31 early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's me, and we can look at these highlights again because every time he touches the ball in the backfield, he got hit. As soon as he touches the ball, it might have been two or three plays where he didn't get hit right in the backfield. So, look, he's making a cut in the backfield. Like right. I, You can't expect no one to run that way. I don't care who it is. Again, in the backfield, guys – you have to go offensive line, and you can't. Go don't give me a defensive lineman to play offensive line. Don't give me a tight end to play offensive line. Don't give me that. I need an offensive lineman to play offensive lineman because they know they have a mentality. You can try to teach that, but that you can't do that. And I think Tom Cable and, and the Seahawks that experiment of taking athletic defensive linemen that aren't going to make them turn to offensive linemen. It's over. It's over. It, I'll it tell didn't you work this. out. As a side note, I feel like this uh, Panthers team really benefited from the week off. I mean, in terms of national perception of them, because remember, everybody was there. It's a nice story, and Cam with the dabbing, and Josh Norman. This is great story in the defense, but that whole bat and stuff with Odell Beckham and everything that soured a big chunk of America. And they were already down on Cam doing his dab and dancing. They don't like that for a reason really? that we haven't exactly figured See, out. See this? Yet. I was so I was at Dave and Buster's yesterday, right? And my son and his homeboy, they got to play. They they got to play. They going. So I'm just sitting, I'm sitting watching some of the games, and you know, a few people behind me. There was like there was Seattle fans, and there was like uh, 
See, Cam need to stop all that. Why he just can't be mature? And I turned around. I said, man, what happens when, you know, a A-Rod scores a touchdown and he discount double-check everybody? I said, well, is, is that a problem? Is that an issue? I How said, about when Tom Brady gets the ball and, and spikes, spikes and it at the, the feet of said, the defender? I said, I said, man, is that an issue? But now since Cam got the whole world dabbing and he's smiling and he's handing the ball off. Ball to kids. Man, like – Picture, picture what he's doing to that organization. Picture how the how the tickets, just in the end zone, in the end zone, how the ticket price go up because he's he know, and well, and, 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 and picture, okay, forget a vacation as a parent, forget a vacation. If I'm a Carolina Panther fan, I'm gonna pay whatever to get that ticket because I know Cam. I got a chance. To I get got a ball. chance to get a ball from Cam, get it signed. I know, and Cam, and I always say this: kid. I'm a softie for anybody who goes to a children's hospital because I I don't think I'd have the I don't think I'd have in the gut what it takes. I think I'd just start crying and stuff, and I wouldn't do well. That wouldn't turn anybody's uh, smile ups- or frown upside down for me to go in and see them. I admire guys to do that. Russell Wilson's one of the guys that d- does that as well. The whole exchanging social media with Sierra, like, all right, there's nothing says true love than, than tweeting at your significant other. I think that's a little weird. As though you're having a correspondence, like, well, text her if you well, want to. If you want to send her a message, what are you exchanging well, that? Well, sea world, we are in love. I think that's hey, a weird move. Check this is the generation we in now. I guess, you know but it I'm seems I, I see want, what you're want, not particularly want, intimate to be doing he that. He wants to know. We, that we don't know. He that. wants us to know. He want, You know how women like to hear you say, "I love you" from the top of the the tallest building. Tallest building. That's what they want. Can hear. That's why he does stuff like that's that. embarrassing. Hey, that's He's embarrassing serious. for me. I'm Speaking not secure with myself. Twitter conversations. Damashek, you want to talk about? your uh your conversations with the broncos not especially i don't understand the broncos have it in for me for okay, they said something else to they, you did they, like it up again. they did after the game they didn't say anything what before. did they say well first of all yeah all right show it there if you if you got the tweets here of course they got it lined. after the He's game right. all the broncos fans as hey, every fan base 31 fan bases are certain that i hate their team oh you're such a hater oh you're so bitter look at this so I – oh, well, no, this is the one to the Bengals. The Bengals, a week after the Steelers beat them, a bunch of the Bengals players, not fans or anybody, go on Twitter <laughs> and are celebrating. And Georgia Loca writes, and just like that, all is right in the world again, and a bunch of emojis there. So I, I took the time to tweet back at him, your team hasn't won a playoff game this century, but all is right in the world. Please work on your ambition. And a lot of people agreed with me. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. That's shout out. Uh oh. Uh oh. Now the Broncos won. They tweeted me and no! Bill Simmons. Accidentally, they have a picture of a baby walking oh, I into it was a your room. Baby. No. Oh no, that would be outrageous. Yeah. But they. Yeah. No, it's a baby walking into a room. A little video, and the video says, "Accidentally walking in on some Steelers and Patriots fans." By the. This is at Broncos sending this to me and Bill Simmons, and I wrote back as you can. I, I get the attempt at the joke. But the baby's walking in on the fans. Ergo, the joke doesn't make any sense. The baby's walking in on us. Now, I'm yeah. not walking in. You're trying to imply that I'm being a baby, right. but the baby's walking into me, so your joke is about as good as a patent spiral I wrote back. Wow. And then what happened after that? They that settled. Was, that was a good but then, but then they, But then they liked Then they liked the somebody tweeting that uh, Damashek is butthurt. <laughs> butthurt. This is the Denver Broncos. The, the, the organization of Elway and Alzado 
No, it's Darrell Davis. Somebody else doing it, but that's pretty. But damn, Shaq is buttered. They're retweeting. I told you, Shaq. If you want us to end it, we can end it, man. It ain't nothing. Go out to Denver. It ain't nothing for us to go out to Denver, man, for the championship <laughs> game and just see who the deal Maybe is. we'll take a ride after all. Real quick, before we talk AFC, I, the Panthers, here's the thing I was going to say. So then they knock off the Seahawks, and I think right or wrong, Richard Sherman puts a certain amount of heat on them. And I think people like seeing the teams that are have been riding high. They like seeing them get knocked who? off. I think that they like seeing – on the Seahawks. I think people what like to see – no, no, I'm saying – People like to root against Richard Sherman. Oh, oh he yeah. casts himself as a villain. Right. And in general, any successful team, there's going to be a segment of the population that wants to see him get knocked down. Right. right. So the Panthers just did that. And the week away of playing got them out of the spotlight. And I think it rebooted the fact that we like this team and Cam Newton. So good for them. And now suddenly they seem to be the prohibitive favorite to beat these Cardinals. We'll see how that goes. The one thing I don't like that the Panthers do, and every team in history, or at least over the last 25 years, does this. Why does this work with you guys? This nonsense about no one outside this locker room believes in us. Clearly, people believe in the 15-1 and one, number one seeded Panthers. How can a coach convince players no one no, believes no, in us? Not Carolina. No, no, no. Oh, that, it's that was, crazy. Was, of course people believe some, in them. There was some doubt. Now, they had some doubt inside doubt the locker room. because they were playing the Seahawks, but the card of, like, no one believed in us. No. It's so Great. silly. You're grown You're people. One this is what you believe, that no one thinks you can win? Some we people felt, We felt like that in 2005. We feel like that all the time. But what? <laughs> we feel like that at the six seed. Like, but the six seed, you got an okay. excuse. That's the number one. That's seed, a lost story. One game but, this year. But six, remember, six seed, we Shaq went, said it best, though. What did Shaq say? We we've been waiting for them to lose. We knew they were going to do it. They couldn't go sixteen and zero. That's because it's hard to go sixteen and zero. That's a different thing than saying that nobody believes that they're a good team. Shaq, you just said it. Like you don't believe they're a good team. You I didn't say bad. that. How dare you? And okay. I don't understand this thing of that every team in every sport since at least nineteen ninety does competitive that thing. No one outside this locker room believes in us. A competitive edge. Everybody else would have quit, but not this team. Okay. Like, what? What are you talking? So where about? where did you have the Carolina Panthers before after Calvin Benjamin got hurt? All know? right, like you and everybody else, I had them buried. But right, by but by early October. We believe in them. We yeah, we ain't believing them. That's what we go back to. We find a way. Oh, their season is over with. Calvin Benjamin got hurt. Cam Newton around. can't do Don't it. Don't put that on me. What? That, I Newton have to own that alone? It. Everybody said that. No, I'm just saying. Oh, now you're going to throw everybody under like the bus. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Come on, Shaq. Let's go. He's he dropping dimes. Let's man. go to Denver, Colorado right now, at least with our words, and talk about the Denver Broncos, Peyton Manning, the sheriff. I want to start the with sheriff. this, and this will sound – yeah, the sheriff. That's right. Sheriff. I don't want to so – right out of the game. Andy Griffin show? That's right. Okay. The first thing is this, Ike. Tell me about this. I, I, a lot of different places I can go in my head. First of all, it looked you to me go, like Roethlisberger was not really too – was not too badly injured. What you think? I didn't. I didn't think so. <laughs> I only know so one person. Ball? I. I. I'm aware that throughout his career, Roethlisberger, there are people, there are cynics that are in that uh, Pittsburgh circle, media members and otherwise, who say, "Yeah, he likes to John Wayne it. I can't go. I can't go. All right, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot to be. He likes being the hero, the matinee idol who who saves the day. But in this case, I mean, he really from from the go, from the jump, he didn't look limited at all, right? Well. Just from coming from Pittsburgh, they wanted to see where he was at. You know what I'm saying? Because to play Sunday in that game, I'm sure you needed some some help from the doctors and 
and, and just a lot of other sources to, to at least attempt. So that's why you come out, you try to throw it deep. Okay, let me see where you at with it, because mm-hmm. then I can see where my Let's playbook play. at. I need to see where my playbook at. Uh, okay. Okay, for the other side, we're going to throw it deep. Now it's letting you know where he at. Mm-hmm. So play with him if you want to. Hey, Coach Wade, we got some deep balls uh, under the table. Mess around if you want to. Okay, hey, Ben, stop it. You feel good. <laughs> like, you've been feeling good. Yeah, that that, that but, first throw was amazing. But it's cool. It was, but it wasn't. It, was it could have been better. But it wasn't accurate. If he yeah. threw it out to the sideline instead of yeah. to the hash mark. Touchdown. But I do think, for the most part, that was one of the better postseason games I've seen Roethlisberger play. I know they only put no. 13 up. I, I know you don't agree with that. I really don't. He was on the money pretty much. No. He was on target, and he can be erratic. A deep, a deep ball, a deep, the first deep ball, that was inaccurate. A touchdown pass that was shorthand. Underthrew it to Marcus Wheaton on that yes. fourth down that they went for it. Yes. If he throws that, but in, the I corner, do think if he throws that in the corner of the end zone. Dun, 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 also, dun, dun, though, it was windy, and that's uh, Jay Feely. I didn't learn that just wind. from Jay Feely. Oh, Jay Feely. That was a weird, yeah. Jay Feely. weird inclusion. What's he doing? Proceedings. Jay, let's get down to people. Jay Feely. What? Why? It's windy. What's Jay doing? Okay, Jay. Hey, handsome. He's like just a, react to that. I want to hear what Maurice has to say on this one. But tell me just with, you know, our uh, our fan eye. That Peyton Manning nonsense, when he went to the ground, when he when he, when he, he uh, tucked tail as he does when he gets up. inside pressure, when a guy's coming at him, he ducks down to the ground. So it happened again on Sunday. He did what you did Sunday. when Akbar took that He's, sack from yeah. him. <laughs> well, Except the butt up. Like, yeah. Remember how you said Then he jumped his whole body up, his right. old bones. And he, I mean, that's that's gamesmanship. It he, definitely is. He I'm, definitely knew what he was doing. And I supposedly, know, like, supposedly he told Emmanuel Sanders, if you see me go down, I'm going to pop back up uh, and, and uh, release to the sideline, and I'll find you. No. He's been going. If he did that, that changes position. it from a third-degree felony to a first-degree. I don't believe that. He's been going into the fetal position every yeah, week, like that's two, him. three yeah, times that, a They should have blew the whistle down because – That's right, the issue, Maurice. The issue Look now that I have, the issue now with that playing. is that, yeah, people stop playing. And right. two, if someone comes and hits him like they're, like they're going to now, it's going to be, oh, we got to protect the quarterback. 15-yard penalty. See, you're putting, you're putting defenders in, in a position where they can't be successful. And I think that's what the quarterback slide as well because you have some guys – like uh, Alex Smith is a guy who likes to go head first. Well, I can't hit you because if you slide, I'm going to get fined and all this is going to be a big thing like what happened with the guy in Teddy Bridgewater when the guy hit Teddy because he didn't know what Teddy was going to do. Mm-hmm. See, me, if I was a defender, I'm going to err on my side on aggressiveness. That's I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to go head first at you. I'm going to take, take the fine. I'm going to take a yeah, chance. And we did that. So the first time, we second time we played Tebow, I was just taking off. I, I didn't, you, you sliding, no sliding, I'm going to get this 15. Coach going to have to take me out of the game. They're going to have to take him out of the game. Because, one, you 250. So, if you slide, oh, I don't want to slide. I want to run him over. Now I look like the little pump. Yeah, can't look like that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to look like that. So, I'm going to go ahead and take you got, these 15. You, you got people watching. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take these 15. Cause You're someone's I, daddy. Right. I haven't going to be like daddy. What happened? What happened? I can't explain Why that. Tim Tebow can't, that can't, bad, that bad guy, can't, that bad thrower, the ball whoop, ran over. You can't whoop your son or discipline your son if, if he's – You better stop. I'm going to call Tebow. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not going to Now you can't run yeah. your household right. Yeah, so I, 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 I get <laughs> it. It's a I real can it. of worms if yeah. that happens. Yeah. So I'm just going to go it on and I'm going to try to headshot him. All right. But, you know, I, I got to say, a Broncos fans, I get it. You're happy your team survived. 
I, I, I sincerely can say this. As a Steelers fan, I, I, no excuses about who wasn't out there for Pittsburgh. I'm not going to invoke that. As I always say, you know who else has injuries? Every other team. So, all right, the Steelers were dealt the bad hand, but so were the Patriots, and so were a million, or, you know, the 30 other teams in the NFL. As it was on Sunday, Pittsburgh should have won that game. Tomlin made some questionable calls. I kind of, I kind of was okay with what he did. With it seemed like it was conservative to not kick the field goal in that spot in the second half, handsome. But I kind of didn't like the idea of giving giving the ball potentially to Denver at about their own at about their forty. I like. Well, the Jay idea. Feedy cleared that up for us as well. Yes, he it did. was the wind. It was it was windy. Yeah, I just think when you people like get all upset about Tomlin, that's how he's coached the since he's year. been right. there. Yeah. Since he's been there, he's been like that. I mean, going for two and I like him being when aggressive. he's aggressive. Yeah. I'm cool and with so, it, being and, aggressive. In that situation, he was like, look, I can be aggressive and try to kick this field goal, knowing that there's there's probably more of an 80% chance we don't make it, then I'd rather punt it. And I thought that was a great decision. Obviously, the punter put it in the end zone, but still, you're going to allow your defense, who's been playing dynamic the whole game, playing lights out. I mean, the first, I want to say, Denver, how many times went down to the red zone, had to hold for field goals? I mean, your defense was playing lights out. You just yeah. didn't – that turnover, and, and I know we don't like to put it on one person, but the running back fumbling, Toussaint fumbling, I, I, that, that, it just it didn't give him enough time to rest on right. the sideline. And so now you have a defense that's not fully rested to come back out there and play. I feel bad for him, though. A guy who three weeks ago wasn't dressing for games suddenly now is playing in the divisional Football. round in Denver. I hear well, it, but I, he I felt wait. bad for him. And, that was, and the, the thing to me is – all fumbles are not created equal, and that was a great play by Roby. Roby got it. I mean, I, I maybe there was an element of luck that he hit right on the ball, but he intended to punch at that you ball wait, there. You, was wait, out there a you wait for your opportunity to, to get in the game. Ooh, he, he punched got, that thing. He got his opportunity. My thing is, before that fumble, before the fumble, you had opportunities to score. And you, you can't kick threes right. in the postseason. You need sevens. Because they, they, the Steelers' offense was able to move the, between the twenties. They were it, like it was every in, in every a, drive. It to was a like weird they down there in three plays. Wasn't it weird visually how free if they got past the first wave of defenders, right. the Pittsburgh receivers, Martavis Bryant stands out particularly. That if he cleared ten yards, he ran for another ran forty for another yards. Point, where right. is where are the Broncos' defenders? It was weird how deep those guys were playing. That's what uh, you do. We talk, I guess, but well, I mean, well, it was, it was striking yeah, we, to watch we, those guys. Nah, it's, running so free. Nah, it wasn't even that. Y'all not gonna beat us deep. You throw the pass, my my guy missed a couple of tackles. Then cool. Hats off to y'all. I'm gonna I'm go out on coast these defenders on the sideline, make sure they tackle. But we ain't about to give up no deep plays. And that that was their game plan. That was Coach Wade's game plan, man. It was it was a bend don't break, which will be soft kind of defense. But you gotta score points in the red zone. So and they're good in the red zone, Denver. They're real good in the red zone. So. When you know that stat as a defender, yeah, we give up some big plays, we give up some yards, but man, this team's kicking threes. You're gonna live with it. I know Ike and Maurice where they're gonna come down on this. I this sounds crazy since the Broncos won the game. I still say that Osweiler should have been the starter in that game, handsome. And I know that you can look at who won these games. Anybody who hadn't started a postseason game lost so far and has lost in the postseason this year. But to me, I mean, you just look practically speaking, I don't understand exactly why 
Peyton Manning deserves to be genuflected to more than anyone else in the NFL, more than any player that I can remember. You, the way Kobe. Lo- oh, no, I mean, it's he's Kobe Bryant. Fine, but it's crazy how much Peyton plays chess. Oh, who cares? It's a football game, not Check. chess. Who cares about your chess so you, game? You, at, at some point in time, man, you got to pay homage. I do. No, listen, I think listen, he's, listen, I think listen, he's listen, terrific. So, so CJ. C. Not J. anymore. I don't think he's terrific, C. J. but he Anderson, was. Over the middle, angle route, was wide open. Mm-hmm. He's, he'd probably still be running. Yeah. Drop. Demarius on the sideline. Drop. First down and But those zone. aren't drops. No, no, no. no they were drops. No. Because they hit their hands. They hit their wide, hands, but also. Wide open. He threw some But drops. Jim but Nance, Jim Nance and everybody else, he's throwing a duck it in all, bad wind. That ball's got to so be it, That ball's got to be impossible so to you track. you're talking about Jim Nance like you ain't watching the game. So all all of a sudden, Jim Nance I, is just he's just a, he, I did see the ball moving on those guys. It was so hard to track. What for you them. need him to clarify what you're thinking? Like, yeah, we he been throwing he been throwing ducks all year. He's all but one, but one thing but one thing he didn't throw was interception. Well, there's that, but then aside from aside from that, he was making calls at the line of scrimmage. He was changing plays. I don't know if Brock Osweiler is experienced enough. I think the to, key to what you just said though, Hank. It's not about the experience. He was changing to run plays. Right. He See, was, the old Peyton Manning's going right. to change to a pass play. Yeah, he was never change to run plays. Grew. He I grew. predicted two weeks ago that Peyton Manning learned a lesson from his time on the bench. And, in fact, after the game said, hey, I'm just along for the ride. This right. is the defense. This is about that. You never hear that from Peyton. You never hear that kind of stuff from Peyton. He knows it now. Ike called that one. Ike called another shot. Ike has called. He's made a lot of great uh, uh, predictions. And to round out the Pittsburgh Steelers, you said in August, Ike, that defense is going to be a a, uh, a a virtue for the Steelers by season's end. And so it was. I mean, Shazier – Timmons, Jarvis Jones, Stephon Tuitt. They're now going to get Senquez Senquez Golson in the offseason. Willie Gay, I think. Yeah, they're they're going to draft. They got to sign Willie Gay back. Yeah, so they do have to sign him back. You got to sign Boykin, Willie Gay. Got to keep Boykin, I think. You got and Antoine Blake. It's three guys you might got to sign back. Will Gay got to be number one priority. They're going to draft a DB as well. Yeah, I think I think a tight end round. makes sense too. Tight end would be good. He, no, yeah. just Jesse James. Jesse James. Yeah, that's true. Okay, okay, that's I and stand you have the other kid. Who's the other guy there too? He was there last year. Spate. 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 He's yeah, getting he's, old too. He might. He but might they, they use Spate for running anyway. Yeah. I uh, so that's your call there, handsome. That's did you call. give an official ne- one on the Seahawks? By the way, I, d- I did. Oh, you did. They didn't like. I said running back. They didn't like. You can't go running back, man. Well, you're if well, the hey, GM, you can uh, resign Daniel Jeremiah, If Daniel Jeremiah says you don't have to just draft right. them, you can resign right. guys if that's your priority. You can replace an assistant coach if you if you feel that's something else for Pittsburgh that it does appear at least that they're going to retain Todd Haley, Keith Butler, who I think, and again, all respect to the great Dick LeBeau, one of the great innovators defensively in my lifetime. But Keith Butler really changed that defense, and I think it was for the for uh, the overall good of Pittsburgh. I'm glad I, I'm not glad that the way it went down with Dick LeBeau, but I think Keith Butler actually modified his defense week after week. You didn't know what you were going to get from that defense, and I thought that was a good thing. But anyway, the the big shout out is to Mike Munchak. They lose Kelvin Beecham and Marquise Pouncey, and that offensive line was still yes. a virtue for them yes. throughout the year with. Villanueva jumping yes. in there. I th- and another thing is Marcus Cody Gilbert. Wild. I don't know about offensive line play, but I know he had a hell of a year. that he graded and he was considered no, the worst a right tackle uh, a year or two ago. But la- la- this year he had a hell of a year because right. the first two years, like you said, 
He was looking over his shoulder like, anybody coming behind me? <laughs> I need help. Help! All right, let's round it out with the game that probably, I don't know. I, I Listen, the, the Patriots and Chiefs. The Chiefs had, had a chance. They did, they did. but Maurice, they the thing with chance. the, the – uh, Listen, call me a bitter pill. I don't think – maybe the ratings will prove me wrong. I don't think America – football fans. Casual fans are going to tune in to watch Brady and Peyton because they've heard that, and they don't know very many other things in football. So they'll tune in to be a part of the conversation nationally. But I don't think football – I mean, enough. I'm just not excited for Peyton and Brady, and it's not because of the Steelers' loss. It's just like, all right, with this, <laughs> with these two teams. It's because I, well, we, we, loss. We, we, did, we did a segment. So we did a segment on if the win benefits who the most. He said Peyton Manning, and I said Tom Brady. I think Peyton wants it more. He thinks Peyton wants it more because I agree. This, this could be his last. That's it. I agree. Well, to continuing that legacy conversation, first of all, had Roethlisberger won this Super Bowl, he is top three quarterback of the Super Bowl era. Three rings, four Super Bowl appearances in 12 years. Who's Debate better? it all you Who's want. Better? You can't beat that. Who's better? Bre- who would be better? Brady and, uh, and Montana. But I would say that if Peyton wins this, suddenly he's in that top three. If Peyton, if Peyton has two rings yeah. and he beats Brady head-to-head in, in title games, if he beats Brady three out of four in head-to-head games, handsome, right? I, no. I don't, Brady. Because he ain't Brady. Peyton, he ain't, he Peyton ain't Manning. always had all those pieces around him. Brady's done it in different ways with different-looking teams, but never with, you know, outside of Randy Moss, and they didn't win a Super Bowl with him. Never, go. never with the, never with those big name players. No How? Okay, Harrison, let's let's no jump. Wayne, let's jump no to the Edge end of James's. the novel. Maurice, you say that the Chiefs had a chance, and so they did. Certainly, Andy Reid's clock management inexplicable. That wasn't the issue. I know, but that was weird. They should have been down a touchdown with two with <coughs> two fifteen left down in the game. Touchdown, because if remember we talked about it on the show, I was like, if they don't turn the ball over, yeah, they're fine. And they were doing a great job. And then Niall Davis kind of gets that option fumble, route, right? the fumble, and that ruined it. Because now you go down two, and like I said, you can't go down two. You were what, it was a seven, it was six fourteen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you go in there, you score, it's 13-14. Now your defense can do a little bit more. Turnovers ruin everything in the playoffs. I, I accept. Mean, I, you know what? You yeah. think about, I mean, obviously this is true, and it seems like, oh, obviously. But really, Jeremy Hill's fumble. Uh Fitz Toussaint's fumble. Right. Russell Wilson's pick six. I mean, th- those chained, though, those decided the games. But like Ike said, though, you got to get also the other thing that might sound like rhetoric, but is also fact is, you know, when the Patriots went right down the field and scored, you're like, ah, oh, this, oh, it's going to be one of these. But then the Chiefs put together, uh, what was it, a 15 play, 17 play drive, but they only finished with three. That was, I thought, mm-hmm. oh, the Chiefs, this is a, this is going to be a game here. Except that then they only scratched out three of that one. You know what I'm saying, man, you got, you need seven for seven. Mm-hmm. Tom, like, man, if I got nine possessions, seven of them nine going to be touchdowns. What y'all doing over there? Mm-hmm. Are y'all kicking threes? Oh, we gonna win. Yeah, it oh, feels yeah. like when you're watching, even you know, I say I have no stake in that game. But I am kind of rooting for the Patriots to lose to some degree. I, f- I find them, Patriots fans all lot, I find them semi-boring. What are we rooting for? It's the free agency Tom era. Brady. and go- You're rooting for Tom Brady and wow. for Bill Belichick. Free, a, but you're not rooting for the team because what, what are they? What style are they? I, if we go through, what are the Seahawks? We can, uh, we can Tell me what the Seahawks are. The Seahawks are aggressive and tough and all that. But you know what the Patriots are? What they've become is just winning. Efficient. That's the, no, I, I know, but efficient, efficient isn't, isn't exciting. Now. It's, it's, not it's like the, admirable, but it's not fun to watch. What Tom Brady has done is he's, he's
he's mastered the long handoff, the the quick yep. short pass. Yeah, right. To receivers who can make a guy miss and get five, ten. Mm-hmm. But so, see, and in in Ike and, and I, I want you to uh, like answer this question: How many times have you heard a defensive coordinator say, "We'll give him this," because they we know that they're trying to set it up for that, right? Tom, you can't do that with Tom Brady because Tom, you keep giving it to him, he's going to keep taking it. That's right. He, he's surgical. He's he surgical will with pick you apart. Slow death is what yeah, Brady it, will deliver, it, right? And for a defensive guy, give me that fast. If you're going to give it to me, give it to me fast. But man, you're gonna really you're gonna really shed my skin slowly, so you're gonna get me with a butter knife. Yeah. You ain't gonna third get me with and a sevens, sharp. third and nines, that's gotta be the worst thing. Yeah, for you ain't your gonna get you ain't gonna right. get me with a, a, a sharp blade. You just gonna butter knife me my whole body. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. That's that hurts. Right. And you're gonna look me in my eye and, yep, and just you. grit your teeth and do it. That hurts. But that's the offense. And and the crazy part about it is is you can play two man against him because he's not gonna run. He when he does run, it's only in the red zone. That's the only time he's gonna run. And yet, people still can't stop him. Why can people not have? Why has no one in the NFL worked out if it's third and short, fourth and short, third and goal, like at the one yard line? Tom Brady's going to dive over the top with the ball. No one's. To, it have, hey, you know it's coming. You can. He's good at doing it. He has the ball this. over the line as right, he goes done. up and then pulls done. it back. But the, the issue is touchdown. The issue is because he can do that, and then they'll run the stretch play on you at the same time, and then everyone's out the gate. Hmm. Now, now they're going to. So he's put you in a bind. I, I remember. Vividly hearing our defensive coordinator, Mel Tucker, say, because that's when they first started that hurry-up offense real mm-hmm. quick. They called it NASCAR or whatever. And it'd be like third and one, and people would all try to go for the, the quarterback sneak, and then he'd hand it off, and the guy score a touchdown off the edge because there's no one to, there's no right. edge. So our, our corner was like, oh, no, you can take that quarterback sneak all you want to. We're not going to let you give up a – Yeah, let, give but up at the goal play. line, at the goal line, you know, it doesn't matter. Just stop it. couple things real quick. First of all – Go ahead, roster doctor. What's the fix for the Chiefs in the offseason? They got. So I think a lot of their their best defensive players are free agents. They got to sign. I think they got to sign they back. Houston. I think. I think Tamba Hali is a free agent. Barry. I think, I think they're gonna. I bet you they'll let Hali go. Yeah. D. Ford yep. and and uh, Barry. Barry. The you know. Barry. They'll bring back. They got to bring Barry back. He's a hero there. Boy, I like that team. I think you get. You yep, need I think you need, you, I think you need another weapon. I think you need one more yeah, weapon. You got, you got your running backs yeah. all day. I, you running know, the other thing is backs. the other thing is too that offensive line got better as the season went along. But I, I, I might beef up there too. Yeah. I might, I might want to. I like the O line. Like I like it too. It got fine. better. It's rugged. Yep, it's fine. They need a receiver. Um, Maybe get Dwayne Bow back. All right, let's uh, let's go. We'll make our picks later in the week, handsome. Okay. But let's get them from these guys. So you guys talked about it. NFL now. Make sure you tune in seven days a week. Maurice and Ike. As you hear here, delightful people, but insightful as well. They're X and then Owen it for you. They're telling you what you need to know uh, from this way, that way, and uh, every way. But Maurice, Brady, Peyton, choose. Oh, Brady. Yeah, they're going to whip them, it's right? going to be close. Brady Bunch. I don't know how big. What do you think they beat him by? Oh. He got his boys back. That's right. That's an issue. And my my cousin plays for the Broncos, and I, I want I want to see him in the Super Bowl. He's from, we're from the city. Who Ward? He's, yeah, Ward's Ward. from San Francisco. It'd be nice to see him. Nice in guy. He'd be nice. He's a tough kid. Tough guy. Grew up, grew up rough. We 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 trained him the right way. He has a <laughs> funny body type. I I met him once yeah. on uh, a show we did over here, and he is. I mean, he looks like he's he's not a big guy, but he looks like I you wouldn't want him to run into you. He's, he's super thick he's little a, guy. He's a, he's a tough guy. I mean, we grew up the right way, so it'd be good to see him come back home and play the Super Bowl. But 
I just don't think they have – like, I don't think Roby and those guys can cover. They went to overtime. The Patriots lost in Denver, what, six, eight weeks ago without – and the Patriots didn't have Edelman. Gronk got hurt in that game. The punt returner, who they've since kicked to the curb, fumbled one in the second half for the Patriots, and they still needed overtime, did the Broncos, to win the game. Now it was Osweiler. I, just, I mean, if it's windy again – I mean, Peyton looked terrible on Sunday, I thought. I thought. I mean, it was so fine. He put the one drive together. But, I mean, I think he – The one thing – Rummy. The one thing they do got going for him, Tom Brady, last two, two games, he lost in Denver. Denver. Mm-hmm. In Denver. That's right. He's he never won, won five never won a playoff, playoff game in Denver. Yeah. That's right. I remember Camp Bailey picking him off with the yep. Broncos and running it 99 yards. Yep. Um, so, ben Watson, remember running yep. all the way down yeah, and yeah, yeah. almost got the ball and was, uh, was a touchback. That, that lets you know how fast that. Ben Watson was. He yeah, that's right. Him. From the other side, too. He, he caught champ. From the far champ, side. Champ ain't no joke. Yeah, indeed. Um, but so you got the so you're both taking uh, the the, Brady the Brady's in the in the AFC game. Who's going to be awaiting them in Santa Clara, Ike? We both said Carolina. I agree. with I've you. been trying to fight Carolina for longer. I you can't, got, you fight can't fight anymore, man. Mm-hmm. I can't fight them. It's can so if that's the question, I agree with you on both those picks. Can Carolina? We'll talk about that when we have time. But can Carolina? play with uh, with Brady and company. I think so. I think, oh, yeah. You I do. think the matchups. Because mm. you got to remember, Gronk is a matchup, but number two best matchup, Greg Olson. Well, the mean? Gronk, I mean, you know, you talk about Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley. That's that's a Those good place to start. I think They're one guy, like, I think there's one type of person that can cover him. And Carolina has three type those type guys, right. fast safeties that play linebacker. Yep. So now you can it's, put those guys it's on. Not even, it's not even the, the physical matchup. It's the IQ. Luke, did you see Luke play on the sideline? He got mad at uh Cortland Finnegan. Yeah. He got mad at Cortland Finnegan for not being in the right spot. I saved your butt. That's your play to make. Matter of fact, that's him, your out. interception. Then he said, you, you know, know what? what? Get off the field. Hey, D- DC, get him off the field because that wasted energy out of me. <laughs> I could have been covering somebody else. But since my IQ was so high and I knew this seven cut was coming on the sideline, I made a play. There are a lot of things in the NFL I couldn't do. But uh, one thing that I wouldn't have the stomach to try is to tell Corton Finnegan to do something or yell at Corton. He Are would you scare me. me. He seemed scary to me. He what? would yell back at me, and he would Shaq, get in my face. And you got to like stop. Shaq, Shaq, <laughs> hey. When, hey, what? When, when adverse situations come, you find out who you're – who people really are. Yeah. Right. And we find out a lot about you. I find out a lot about you, and you people are pals. I'm just, listen, I'm just not one Who's for physical. People? I'm not for you physical. People. I'm Who's just not. People? The you people in this room. Right. What do you think? I'm You're sweating to you? again now. You yeah. go. Look, he's you're nervous. Nervous. He's nervous. nervous. He's nervous. He's doing. You can do it. Guys are all jerks now. I take back anything <laughs> I said. All right, now it's time. I don't even know who the uh, the pro football players are going to be asking it, but it's time for maybe my favorite segment we've got going. It's Dear Ikey time. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Dear Ikey. I'm joined today by Handsome Hank, Maurice Jones-Drew, and, of course, our star, Dear Ikey himself, Ike Taylor. <laughs> we're, we're not just talking about uh, the game of football. We're talking about the game called life, and uh, we have a caller on the line. Caller, go ahead with your question for Dear Ikey and Maurice. Dear Ikey, what's a good gift to give your girl, but she's not your girl? Oh, oh. <laughs> Keenan Allen of the San Diego Chargers. That's a good one. That's a tough question. But 
Ike's a married man. He doesn't know about those things. Speculate, I suppose. No, I ain't speculating. I'm got to keep it 100. Okay. What you told Rich Eisen? You got to keep it 100. Man, get a cool little bracelet. Cool, cool bracelet? Cool, cool little Why? Bracelet. Why bracelet? If you get a ring, you, you tell them her story. I see. Mm-hmm. You get her some earrings. Everybody got her some earrings. Mm-hmm. You get her purse, man. She that's a, she, she going to get a purse from every player. Right. A purse? Yeah. You, you, Oh, purses yeah. and shoes, like women yeah. love purses and shoes. I, you know what? I thought that was my move. I've gotten shoes for for more than one woman. Everybody, yeah, everybody really? do that. I think that's such a great move. A everybody pair of shoes. Do. What do you guys all? Everybody, yeah, everybody does that? do that. Everybody, everybody does that. That's, see, yeah. when I say bracelets, bracelets, when I say bracelets, bracelets he said, what? See, see, I, I, I was there you, when you, that was filmed. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you, you gotta, and <laughs> I told him he cool. should give her a coupon to Jay to like Kay or Jared or something like. So you like pretty much you paying for it, but you letting her pick out what she wants. A coupon. You, you, you yeah. Give her, you give, give a her a cool, gift card or give something. Give her a cool bracelet, cause the bracelet in my mind is disposable. Like, okay, you got mad at me, ain't like the bracelet. Psh, cool. But at the same time, it was the gift because you're the one, but you're not the one. But you're on deck, but you ain't bad yet. See, see, that's why you. That's why you <laughs> give him a gift card. See, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why you do that. Cause when you give him a gift card, you're kind of like. Here's a gift card. Get what you want, but it really ain't from me. It's less personal, right. willfully so. Willfully, I get that. see what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. here you go. I like you a lot, but just in case, you choose. You choose what you want because I, I really don't. See, know. I thought I thought you I'm might say do, a burner phone. I'm gonna That's do what the you, you a burner. <laughs> give me the burner. I'm gonna do the bracelet because it's different. <laughs> this is how we yeah. shall communicate going forward. This is just <laughs> listen. Only Destroy the phone. The bracelet is the huh? It's the huh reaction mm-hmm. towards guys like a bracelet. Handsome, do you have any I thoughts like here? I, These I, are the experts. I, I, I think those two are pretty. I mean, the bracelet I get because that's a rare gift, but I think the coupon, the voucher is a good one. Well, this yeah, might be uncomfortable. Hard. I want to throw one more at you real quick here, but Handsome, you have to fill in for Maurice because this one's about Maurice. Last week in NFL media, and you can look it up on YouTube, it was a lot of fun for the most part. You know, the L.A. Rams are announced now. They're coming back. They're going to be playing in Los Angeles going forward. <laughs> and so our pal David Nickel, had the idea, hey, let's bring a, a ram. Please. Let's bring a ram, Nickel a please. physical ram, to be reintroduced to the city of L.A., or at least to the NFL media, our colleagues. And I took the ram around, and everybody petted him and had a nice time. Handsome Hank, in fact, shared a delightful story. Why don't you share it again? I can sh- I mean, if you want to, it's a little embarrassing, but okay. Did Akbar kiss the ram? Akbar kissed the ram. He would do anything. Akbar would do anything for TV. Right. He sold his soul. Yeah, he sold Yeah, it. he did. He does American Ninja Warrior. Um, okay, so. Warrior. <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> Warrior. Um, I when I was a kid, I was once playing in a in a, like a field in England, and a ram. Um, I was running across a field, and a ram <laughs> rammed me ram. from behind. That's what in a field in England. You gotta, you gotta be careful. Those Do rams. rams run free in America? Yes. I don't think you could get chased out. Yeah, you by could a be ram. in a field in like Idaho, and I don't know why animals because I don't know what they're thinking. Oh well, that's interesting because that <laughs> thank was my, you. You know why? Wow, that was my question because that's what I told them. They were looking at me. Maurice, Maurice was petrified of this tiny little beast. I wasn't petrified. you were pretty. I wasn't petrified. I just knew that everybody was in all that noise. First of all, he was in a tight room like this. It was like 15 people following with cameras out, making noise. And and he was. Hey, can you play that clip from five minutes ago, Marie? When Marie said, "Like, hey, when somebody gets in adversity, you find out who somebody." Yeah, I don't want to get hit by a ram. Adversity. A ram, Shaq. Yeah. You you Shaq's walking around talking to him. Then the ram nudged him a little bit. 
Good. Good. <laughs> and then Shaq was Jake like, Tun looking. Then they, they was like, oh, he needs a 30-minute break. Yeah. So that means he was on the point to just letting off. Yeah. And see, I didn't want to be there when he let off. Because you know what? I believe in myself more than that. I'm smarter than that. I'm not going to. We went, in, we went into the though? green room that has two doors. and I went out the other one. The Ram came in one door and out Maurice went the yeah, other. I, I don't <laughs> the same thing. Hey, listen. I don't know what he's thinking. What she thinking? I, I, no, it was a he because he, he had a he had a he had something on behind him. Hey, elephant trunk. No, the, the boy Ball. man's testicles yeah, was about big as my fist, and it was the same. <laughs> and I knew I, I'm an alpha male, and I know he think he an alpha male, so we gonna butt heads <laughs> off rip. I was told by the producer, "Hey, we can't do some stuff." Maurice, Ike, and I have done uh, climbing the football mountain, and we'll get back to that this week again. It's uh, it's a lot of fun to see who can reach the top of. Mount Lombardi. But in doing that, we thought, well, we should have the Ram in there. Mm. But then I was informed, no, no, the Ram can't be there because Maurice they doesn't want to be in the room with the Ram. And they said, Ike, they close the door on stage six, we done. Because he going to ram it all up. And you know the cameras in there mess up sometimes. What are going to do? You ran away <laughs> from human ram beings who are chasing you forever. No disrespect, but I had the shank on me. You, you, you got to get it. We got to we gotta have Ram. Some, I didn't have nothing on I had no shank. I had no bat. Not no lamb. Nothing. We got to have Ram. I was in this thing. I was in this yeah, thing hey, unarmed. Hey, hey. And and they want, and I know how the cameras are in stage six. They tend to glitch and make quick noises and move. <laughs> if he would have saw that and just flipped down and started kicking. Why would he, blame, why would he then he blame, blame you? He'd go no, after he'd you. No, he'd just start going after the first person. And obviously, right. I told him, close. I said, oh. if that was me, I'd be standing on top of Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, his homeboy, the dude, his little trainer guy, Scott, or whatever his name was, he was like, oh, it's okay. Like, it, I'm like, no, nah, bro, because like, you don't know him. Well, we've had him since a baby. I'm like, yeah, but he still has that animal instinct. Yeah, exactly. And when he gets scared, he's going to go crazy. That's why right. you see people who've got, like, tame lions or bears and that. stuff. And, and one day that lion Did bites, not, the, bites the Somebody said something to me the other day, like, we were all mad that the tiger ate the, the magician, right. the yeah, white man. tiger. Oh, that. what? that's horrible. He's a tiger. What do you mean it's horrible? That's what he does. He kills things. He's, I he's agree, extinct. but a little ram doesn't eat a little a big, ram. scary a little, tiger. A little ram. Power. All right. but you, I, do you watch uh, no, National Geographic? He don't watch it. I see. How they, how they, how they stand on their two, then they get close. They do to ram them. into yeah. each other. Bow! Hey, that is crazy. <laughs> do you know that they do that for hours on end? Yeah. And, and, and you I don't want, want that. And they you want me to be in the room with that? You want me to be in the room with There's no concussion protocol I don't want that. They just back out there the next week. want me to be in the room with that. Like the Bengal Steelers. Right. Yeah, that's what Rams do to each other. But the point is, so, yes, the producer said we can't, you know, Maurice won't be in the room with it. And then I said, well, our first order of business is I don't care what else happens the rest of the day. Maurice now must be in the room with that Ram. And I That's who I am. And, and, <laughs> lamb, and that's what I said. And I and, and, and I told him, I said, because, you know, because you got Nate extra in there pinching me. He told me, come on, it's just a ram. I said, see, you'll do anything. We don't do anything. I, I can't do that. Because you're willing to take a bullet for this. I can't do Just that. so you can get some followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm cool. I don't want that. I'm Nate cool. Burr, I wasn't the bad guy. Nate you, were, was, you were the bad guy. All right. You Maybe I was in part. Yeah, I am. You always so yeah, You yeah. say, you like. You want to know what I am. That's what yeah. I I don't want to be in the conflict. I like this pit other people. I like for people to have stuff. I just don't want to be one of the people involved in it. Oh, yeah. I want to just stand aside and laugh while it happens. That's funny. But Nate Burleson grabbed you. He held you in place. He didn't let you get away. No, I got away. And I just <laughs> I thought you left. And then I, I'm sitting down again. And it was like, I'm like look, I ain't going to run again. All right. Great fun, as always, <laughs> with uh, with Damn Handsome Ram. Hank. Handsome I'm is back uh, for later in the week. We'll give you our red challenge flag picks for the two title games. I think it's pretty obvious which way I'm leaning already. But Maurice Can I give and Ike. a shout-out to Handsome Hank? Yes. Another uh, one. I, I called Handsome Hank earlier uh, Oh yeah. last week. 
so he can give me uh, the NFL Now video. Cause I Do your impression of him. How did it sound when he answered no, hold the phone? On. I got, I it got was early that. in the morning. I got well. that from uh, the quarterback from Mississippi State, and I got my quarterback Q from from uh, North Carolina. They both working down by Coach Tom Shaw. So I need to get in the video room to get so we can watch tape so I can help them break down the yeah. tape. So I forgot my passcode to the NFL, which I'm going to call it on my uh, Game Pass. iPad. Get it yeah, now, game pass. You know, if you're listening. Call Handsome Hank, man. He gave me his Game Pass, man. I got to get your number, Hank. They, they got the thing on Hula that fast, and really? we was watching tape in like 10 minutes. Thanks, Handsome Hank, man. I appreciate that. Anytime. Team player. He's got a candy way. I got to get way. your number, Hank. I don't got your number, Hank. Don't tell Team anyone player. what my password is. I'm not. I got we you. got to have a postseason. L.A. Rams. We're, we're going to have a nice dinner already. Let's Check. We, we didn't actually come to dinner. I want to have time. a nice yeah. dinner. That's all. I, my schedule is busy. Ike. I have, I have these kids all over the Los Angeles <laughs> County area. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Ike, though, uh, what did it sound the like when man's at the be phone? <laughs> Shaq can't pull out the driveway. <laughs> True. Hey, look out, Antonio Cromartie. I'm coming for your crown. <laughs> hey, Ike, what did it sound like when Handsome answered the phone? Hello? <laughs> we got to do. I said, Handsome Hank. I didn't even say who I was, but, like, the third to fourth word, he was like, Ike. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I can recognize Ike on the phone. <laughs> uh, what we got to do our Boxing Day show where everybody takes somebody else's voice and we do the whole show. You, I'll do Handsome or maybe I'll do Ike. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Who does, does an impression? We could do it. That would be a great show. <laughs> Hello, and I'm Handsome Hank. Um, warrior. Warrior. <laughs> warrior. 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 Confetti falling in Santa Clara, California. That's too many syllables. The Seattle Seahawks will not be there. He, he like to say all the vowels. And I like to cut through the vowels. Yeah, yeah. yeah no vowel. Like no vowel for I. No vowels. Hey, NFL now. Maurice and Ike doing the best work in uh, in all of uh, football media, covering it for you and making you laugh along the way too. Something mm -hmm. that's taboo apparently for many people who <laughs> talk about the sport, but uh, but they will uh, certainly entertain you. Tune into that, and like I say, we'll be back later in the week with our second podcast for you to get you ready for the title games. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans, especially you Denver Broncos fans. <laughs> kind of. It's been a thin slice of heaven. Give me a hug, handsome. It's been a tough week. Not really. Find I don't, I don't out really more want you touching me. On the next DDFP. This is Dan Hansis along with Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. Hey, Dan. On the latest edition of the Around the NFL podcast, we talked about Divisional Weekend, breaking down all the big games, including that classic on Saturday night in Arizona. Check us out at NFL.com slash podcast, or check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere. Sashi. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.